Oh shit, it's Monday. Damn. I holla at you later, girl. It's time for the rip and skip. Yeah, rip and skip. Yeah, rip and skip. Yeah, rip and skip. Show. It's the podcast with my boys K Rock and Evan Cass. And they rip the skip. Yeah, rip the skip. Yeah, rip the skip. Yeah, rip the skip. Show. It's the podcast with my boys K Rock and Evan Cass. It's showtime. Very low. I ain't a rerun. But if you need a laugh, it's guaranteed to be some. So get ready and get set to experience some fun you'll never forget. With a little bit of ripping, a little bit of skipping, a dab of some Evan, a splash of some Kevin. And if you this is Marty McFly. Put it in the blender, pour it out, and get this. He says it later. Who does? Do what you love. Marty McFly. For the redo, let me welcome you to the rip and skip, rip and skip, rip and skip, rip and skip for show. Welcome to the Rip and Skippy Show, ladies and gentlemen. You about to experience something different. So witness, I've been Marty McFly. Mm. Thank you for flying with me. Alright, now for this next one, I want you to just feel free to close your eyes and try to visualize the stars in the skies. <laughs> you guys have the best podcast theme song of any podcast i've ever been on wow you guys have the most podcast theme songs you have options oh we're not even done i mean we got more we got more <laughs> well our podcast theme song album is uh we got the the deluxe edition coming out you know yeah yeah yeah. oh yeah do you think we should uh you think we should scat for uh five seconds real quick rapping and scatting skipping scatting flipping flapping evan flap Flap, skip on a scap, scap, bop, bop. Oh, welcome to Rippin' and Skippin', everybody. I think it's important before I say welcome to Rippin' and Skippin' that we do a little bit of scatting. Just a little bit of scatting. You gotta wake up sometimes, you know what I mean? You gotta wake up, folks, you know what I mean? We ready? I'm awake. Oh my gosh. Isaac, I feel like uh, I know I'm preaching to the choir with a lot of this stuff, but we go over the rules with every guest, you know? No, rules are good. We don't want the the podcast police to come in here and whisk you away for breaking one of the rules you didn't even know existed. You know what I mean? Oh, Evan's got his hand on his temple, which is like the uh, letting the Illuminati know he's cool. No, Evan, I'm I'm all about rules. That's rules good are thing. very important. Do you see to him? Me. Do you see him right now? Oh my gosh, he's in too deep. That's what I think is scary. He can't. Even, oh, thank God. All right. Man, I got scared. <laughs> Pretty soon there was going to be somebody busting through this window in no in Noho, in the cast man's boudoir. Does that is it, is this an Illuminati sign like that? Or? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's definitely. Oh, definitely, yeah. dude. Dude, everything's they, everything's they, an Illuminati sign. Uh, you can hear it. The heat of their scales and their temple. They we got to be careful because the Illuminati will take this over at some time. The gender podcast. Put your hand back in your temple. Let him know you're cool. Oh, that lets him out. That lets him out. See? Oh, wow. Comes right back. Wow. 
Well, I think that brings us to our very first rule, which is this is a celebration of friendship. You know what I mean? I couldn't get out of bed. You know what I mean? I couldn't get out of bed because, uh, you know, I just, my, my heart and my soul, it ached, you know? I was so down. And then I started thinking about the friendship of this podcast. I rolled out of bed after two days in bed to come do this podcast because it's a celebration of friendship. I was like, well, we're better to do some personal and some physical healing than on a podcast with my friends. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. <sighs> Thank goodness. Man, I was, we were all kind of holding our breath. Like, yeah, we didn't know. Is he about it? Is he? I, I hadn't been informed of this rule, so it's a good thing I was I was able to roll with the, the celebration of friendship. Yeah, I'm really glad because sometimes you you mention a celebration of friendship and people will look at you sideways well, like. Ooh. I like all my podcasts to be negative bitch fests, but I thought I'd try, I'd try something different today. You know, praise the Lord in heaven, which brings us right to the next point, which of course is freedom. You know what I mean? And Isaac, you know all about freedom. You know, we had Isaac on the live one. Oh yeah. What'd you think of that? We think of there's the that was fun. That was a great time on a on a scale of one to ten, and ten being the most possible freedom, and uh, one being just zero freedom. I thought. I mean, I don't at any point. I did not feel like someone restricted my freedom. So I guess that'd have to be a ten, right? I was totally wow. free. Wow, I didn't even wasn't even expecting that. But it's I, a, uh, it's a seventeen seventy six right there. Yeah. Seventeen seventy six out of ten, exactly. The crowd really responded to your. You know what you're saying? Ah, hey, uh, you know, I wish I wish that was like every night for me. You know, <laughs> this is this is, in. this is for you. Oh. Feel it. I know you can't see this at home, but I have my hand on my heart right mm-hmm. now. He does. I can vouch for that. Wow, that was good stuff. Rule number three: slightly organized, silly. You know, we keep it a little silly. We try to keep it organized. The cast man, you know, he's he's like uh, he's like my wrangler, you know, because I mean? <laughs> I'm out here wild on the streets, you know what I mean. The cast, you see him, he's like monitoring, like what's where is he going with this, like because he's gonna jump, he's gonna jump on it, you know what I mean? Okay, I'm All a right. pony, you know. You're a pony. Well, you know, jump on it, my pony. baby. Wah. Do Burn it, wah. Wah. my pony. My pony. Wow. Wow. They love it when we improvise uh, some uh, genuine lyrics, which we've done on this podcast before. Oh, yeah. Genuine and dine. With the ripping and skipping boys. 69. (laughs) It's hard not to go there when it's uh, lobbed over to you. You know what else we got? What else we got? (laughs) Here on this podcast, we want to make sure that you do what you love. And that you love what you do. I I need that right now, man. I'm, yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling a little uh, adrift spiritually, you know, with with everything. So I think loving what I do is exactly what the uh, the doctor ordered. <laughs> exactly. He called me and said, "Hey, love what you do." Got a yeah. good doctor there. You or know, your uh, or your uh, herpes will never go away. <laughs> That's what he told me. Wow. That's some a spiritual advisor. <laughs> I he's I you know I don't I'm not sure if he's a real doctor. Okay. But uh, I trust him. He's like a. <laughs> He's like a yeah. I think like he sells candles and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. he sells crystals, a lot of crystals. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, hey, hey, Jill Eastern. Stein goes to the same doctor as me, so that's how you know. <laughs> that's how you know he's a good doctor. Wow, that's Eastern a good recommendation. Hollywood philosophy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, that's actually kind of, I really like that one. That's uh, interesting. Well, uh, 
Speaking of uh, healing, we got a real special uh, episode of the pod here. Uh, a man uh, that's able to heal with laughter. His name's Jeff Killick. He's a funeral comedian. Wow. So he has sort of pioneered the funeral circuit. Wow. I'm a, I, Just a, for full clarification, this is my reaction as I imagine the audience is going to feel, yeah. you know. Uh, tell us a little bit more about him. Well, apparently there's a funeral circuit for for comedy. I've never done it. I don't know. Really? I, yeah. I oh, mean, my I, gosh. You know what I didn't even realize right now? At no point did I ever tell anybody who we were. Probably important. Uh, of course, uh, my name's Kevin Tekken. Uh, nice to meet you, ma'am. Good to meet uh, you. Uh, ma'am? Well, I'm just, I imagine if uh, the listener is a... You know, like a mid forties, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's that's mm. just polite. Yeah, I mean, and who's going to be mad about that? It's a good pants size. <laughs> mid forties. Oh, I wear twenty seven thirty four. Thank you very much. Oh man, humble. I got a I got a special order all my pants. They don't make them. Ugh. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I guess you know, you gotta you gotta love where you are in life, regardless if you're a forty five. You know, or a you know twenty eight. We don't. Oh, that's sorry. What a nice thought. Yeah, Um, but of course, I'm Kevin Tenken. With me, uh, as always, is uh, the Garth to my Wayne, or maybe the Wayne to my Garth. Uh, Evan, the class man. Gazzany. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Settle down. Listen to that. He's like the the chachi of this show. My goodness. Settle down, guys. Trying to cast a wide net here. Yeah. Feel a wide net of laughter. You do a good job. You do a real good job. He who is without sin casts the first stone. (laughs) Stone, man. I'm not casting any stones here. (laughs) And our very, 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 very special guest here is uh, the man in the green jacket. Isaac Hirsch. Oh, let's uh, let's applause then for the cast, man. That's a little yeah, odd. Yeah. Like, oh, guys, right? Okay. Oh, wow. Was... You guys were just worn out from that original one. Okay. Oh. Uh, settle down, guys. Seriously. I need it. I need it. Seriously, guys. If uh, we could keep it down. Okay. Wow. Well, geez. Wow. Wow. I love you, man. Seriously, guys. We will call the police. And have you escorted out? Wow, just belligerent. I, mean, wow, I, uh, I don't think you can arrest people for just applauding, though, Kevin. I think. Well, that's a good. That's a good point. I, I just, think. I, uh, I just winked at the audience. Well, I think they were pretty. Uh, give, give them the old finger guns. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> you know somebody's excited in the audience. Ah. <laughs> uh, well, we got a real exciting thing coming up. It's Jeff Killick, yep. the funeral comedian. He mm-hmm. does the funeral circuit, um, and uh, we're gonna get to, to the you know we're gonna get to the bottom of it. We have Thurman Vanderhaus. He's here. He's gonna get to the bottom <gasps> of wow funeral comedy. That's exciting. I haven't played one of these sound effects. I'm gonna give it a shot. <laughs> very, very appropriate. It's like a rooster town hall debate. <laughs> <laughs> There is something fun about this. I don't know what it is, but it is. <laughs> that one guy's really getting his, he's getting his opinions out there. You know what I mean? I'm turn these guys down a little bit. Sorry. Oh, man. This is what, by the way, this, I do feel like this is what freedom looks like. 
Oh, for sure. You know, and uh, I smell this is what freedom looks like. Is that your new fragrance? <laughs> this is body what freedom by, looks like. <laughs> body by freedom. This is what freedom looks like by Evan the Gas Man Cassidy. Find your inner gas man <laughs> with freedom. You don't want to find too much of your outer gas man. No, that's true. Well, I feel good. You guys I, feel good? I feel great. Yeah, let's learn about the funeral circuit, man. I mean, I don't know too much about it. Yeah, well, we'll be right back, guys. Samuel Butler was quoted, If life must not be taken too seriously, then so neither must death. And I can't think of a better example of that philosophy lived out than funeral comedian Jeff Killick. Jeff Killick has pioneered the funeral circuit of comedy, one of the newest circuits in the world of comedy and laughter. Jeff is changing how we view comedy, death, and life. I sat down with Jeff Killick to talk about funeral comedy and his outlook on the discipline. I'd been unsuccessfully sort of hacking away as an open mic comedian, just doing regular comedy for about four years. When I had this epiphany one day, I was at my, my father's funeral and I thought, this is a real bummer. You know, we could really, we could really liven things up with some stand-up comedy. Uh, so I, I got on, on, on the, on the days to do what was supposed to be a eulogy, but I thought, you know, it'd be even better is if I did some jokes about my father. My father loved comedy. I love comedy. I wow. thought it'd be a great idea. And they hated it, but I, I knew I'd hit, I'd hit gold, essentially. You know, I mean, I knew that this was an emerging art form Guys, and an emerging market that, that needed to be taken advantage of. Jeff Killick, the funeral comedian. Thank you. Thank you so much. My name is Jeff Killick. I'm the funeral comedian. I make my living exclusively performing stand-up comedy at funerals. Which I think are a great untapped market for live entertainment. Now, I always tailor my material to be about the deceased so we can celebrate their life in a way, with humor. Uh, the, idea, <laughs> the idea is that we uh, turn a funeral into a funeral, okay? Alright, so obviously this is not my normal thing. What was the next step in in starting? I mean, why don't you tell us about your first funeral gig? Well, I mean, I had I I just started sending out basically cold call emails to a bunch of local funeral homes, and one guy was really interested in it. This guy Hans Beetlebaum, who ran this this great funeral home, fantastic funeral home. Can't say enough good things about them. Great venue for comedy. 
stopped into Hans Beetlebaum's lavish funeral home and spoke to him about his work. I'll be honest with you, if it wasn't for Jeff Kerlick, uh, Beetlebaum's funeral home would be out on the rear end. Oh yeah, this was all uh, a golf course previously before we bought the property and uh, and this whole place there was a there was a man who would drink himself um, on the chipping greens and we kicked them all out uh, and uh, now uh, I mean they were burying people before well it looks great it does look great now where where do you have the actual funeral comedy shows those are funeral comedies uh, I'll be honest with you we'll have them wherever we want to have them uh, outside in the spring or inside in the winter when it's very cold. Jeff, what is the ideal setting for a funeral comedy show? You can do it outside, you can do it inside. Do you prefer a certain setting? Well, the ideal setting for a funeral comedy show is a funeral. But uh, other than that, it's that's one of the, the beauty beauties of the art form is that you can do it anywhere. Like you can do it in the in the graveyard or in the graveyard. That's a wonderful. There's so many other jokes you can make in the graveyard. You know, I. I'm a big fan of uh, Masters. I don't know if you've ever read Spoon River Anthology, but uh, that is that is sort of like a almost a, proto- a, a prototype for what funeral comedy could be because they all the poems in there they're about the various dead residents in this graveyard, and some of them are funny, and it, it's almost like he's he's roasting these dead people. And I thought, well, if that's a classic of American literature, then I can become a classic of American comedy. Oh, that's right, Je- uh, Stephen Hill died. <laughs> Uh, Stephen Hill was a contractor when he was alive, uh, but uh, now I guess he finally has a good excuse for not showing up on time. <laughs> because he's deceased. <laughs> I also understand that Stephen Hill was a big dog person. He loved dogs. some family members who had experienced Jeff's performances and was startled to hear the different reactions. I never laughed so hard in my whole life. Um, yeah, 1992 was a rough year for me. And, uh, uh, you know, I was, uh, I, was, uh, I, was, I was on my hands and knees, you know, uh, crying into the grave. And then Jeff comes up with some of the most hilarious bits about my wife's decomposing body. And I'll tell you, it was the perfect prescription for me. Yeah, this uh, this funeral homeowner just insisted that we had to have this Jeff Killick guy at my mother's funeral. And uh, I, I, don't, I wasn't really enthralled with the idea. And then he came on and he kept uh, insinuating that she was a pedophile. And I don't know where he got that idea or why he kept saying that. But uh, it was very uh, uncomfortable for everyone. He didn't finish his set. We asked him to leave. Dude, my boy Chalmers was devastated when his buddy Side Job kicked the bucket. And I never I never saw him so happy other than when he saw Jeff Straight up roast inside job in Dude, the grave. Just like everybody is straight up like new side job, like for real. Like, it was at the funeral, and like I don't know how he did it, dude. 
But like it was like his jokes were so inside. Jeff's on point. Dude, God bless that man, man. He's the real deal. Yeah, like the funeral was like so boring. It's like, yeah, I get it. Aunt Mildred's dead and like I don't know, I guess the comedian was kinda cool. Yeah, there's like really like really not like another scene that you could go to and like just guarantee to be entertained. And it's like, yeah, I didn't know the guy who's died, but like he's there and like but like Jeff Kellogg's there, so it's like I'm dying. I've never had so much business in the funeral parlor in my whole life. Um, it is weird to have people coming to funerals that did not know the deceased. But, uh, I mean, it's all considered gravy to me because I, uh, you know, I've been managing Jeff uh, since uh, the first time he came to the funeral home. And he was literally hawking on the side of the road, getting people to come to the funeral to watch him. And... Um, and uh, I've never sold so many tickets to the, the salad bar. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm, a, I'm a funeral barker. I, I pass out uh, pass out tickets, and I'm just trying to get some stage time. You know, I'm, I'm wanting to... I haven't done it yet, but I want to get into the funeral game myself. I want to do funeral comedy, man. I mean, I'm just... Because I'm just real, you know, and I just want to get into it. But uh, I get I get people in there, you know. I got, I got like, uh, I don't know, like eight... Eight guys at this one dude's funeral the other day. Uh, yeah, dude, I uh, I heard about this guy handing me a flyer. He's like, hey, come see the funeral comedy show. And I went, and I was like, whoa, dude, fucking changed my life, man. Like, I can't. Like, I just followed this Jeff Killick guy around the country. He tours. I'm like a Jeff head. Like, I go I go to every funeral he goes to, man. He's he's the real deal, dude. I, I, I laugh so hard. I don't know these dead people. I'm always like, yeah, I'm here to pay my respects, but I'm not. I'm there to see Jeff. <laughs> so, Jeff, uh... You have strangers coming to these funerals now to see you do comedy. How does that? How does that feel? Yeah, I believe they're called Jeff heads. I mean, it's. it's <laughs> I like that. I like. I didn't that. come up with it, but uh, yeah, it's, it's a great name, and I I, I love I, that I have a fan base because you know, that's the one. That's the one downside I thought would be with funeral comedy. You don't have repeat visitors. Hopefully, right? You don't want you don't want someone whose whole family keeps dying to keep seeing you, but. To have an independent fan base will go to all my funerals. I mean, it's the most wonderful feeling in the world. It's it's just truly like I feel, I'm so I'm so blessed to one be alive because I don't I don't want to I don't have someone else doing comedy at my funeral. I want to be doing comedy at people's funerals for years to come. But two, to have fans come out and see me, Jeff, and not the dead guy, for me to be the the the, the focal point of the funeral, it, it's just it's it's an amazing feeling. It's a lot. They say laughter is the greatest medicine, and I think uh, that's extremely relevant in healing, uh, mourning, right? So, uh, I mean, because death's a powerful thing. Absolutely. I mean, laughter can't cure death, but we've come pretty close. I think I've, I think I've made some people forget that their, uh, their friend was dead, for sure. Wow. You know, the ancient druids believed that if you make a man laugh who has already passed on to the uh, second life, then you will bring him back. How have the families responded? Has anybody um, been offended or uh, 
by your presence or has, has there been any controversy? Well, I won't lie to you. I mean, there, there are always going to be Philistines who, who resist the mm. winds of change, who, who see a new art form and say, no, this is not for me. I can't, I can't stomach the idea of something new coming into my life. Uh, but that's what death is. It's a chance to embrace the new, to embrace change. And funeral comedy is change. It is the future. You're going to be seeing more funeral comedy. I mean, I, I, I'm not, I, I shouldn't say this. I have stuff in the works, but I'm trying to do funeral comedy outside of funerals. I'm trying to book theaters where I do funeral comedy. Wow. And I mean, hopefully we can get beyond to a point where there is no dead guy. And I'm just doing funeral comedy without it. Just me on a stage with microphone saying funny things. That'd be great. That'd be revolutionary. I've seen people set it up almost like a, a Comedy Central roast with like a bunch of celebrity guests, you know, like Martha Stewart shows up and she says a few funny things about the dead guy. And these aren't famous people, mind you. Martha Stewart's just showing up, to, you know, Chad from Des Moines funeral. And uh, Martha Stewart's there. And that's another draw. That's just people going, wow, Martha Stewart is making fun of Chad. That's so that's incredible. What what an incredible experience that is for the people there not for chad he's dead but everyone else gets to experience that now people at these funeral comedy shows does everybody enjoy it <laughs> you know i'd like to think that i have 100 percent satisfaction but well, with any gaining a lot of fans with any with any business or entertainment you're not you can't please everybody That's just another example of this country going to hell in a handbasket. So for Aunt Tammy's funeral, and this guy's up there telling jokes about her boobs and whatnot. Man, place going to hell. Yeah, I, uh, I had a heart attack last year, and uh, the doctors declared me dead. But I wasn't dead. I was just in an extreme coma. And so they had my funeral, and they had this Jeff guy going on and on about me, saying stuff that wasn't true. And I got so mad because I woke up in the middle of it and I, I went over there and I was like, uh, Jeff Killick's going to catch these fucking hands, man. I fucking, I beat the shit out of that guy. He can't, he can't say that shit about my wife and about me. None of that shit's true. Oh, Summer, he complained. He was very angry about that. But I mean, you have to admit is that was the power of laughter that woke him from his slumber. And uh, I say, you know, uh, at the end of the day, you signed the contract and you will pay me. Let's talk about uh, Stephen's wife, Tina, a little bit. Uh, Tina, I know you have a bit of a reputation as a nagger. Uh, you're always telling Stephen to fix the sink. Well, now he's not gonna. He finally found a way to not fix the sink by dying. Also understand, Tina, you're really into gardening, but now Stephen is the one pushing up the daisies. Uh, which is a colloquialism for being dead. Now I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the way Stephen Hill died. He, uh, he was cut in half by his own bandsaw after falling off a roof and breaking both his legs. Uh, I, you know, if we could ask Stephen how he felt about that method of death, I bet he'd say he's a little divided on it, uh, but, he <laughs> but he doesn't really have anything to stand on. So, Seriously though, it's a very gruesome way to die, and my sympathies go out to his family. Uh, thank you guys, that's my time. My name is Jeff. Check Jeff's website, Jeff Killick 
funeralcomedianandtaxattorney.com for future funeral dates. I'm Thurman Vanderhaas, and this has been Getting to the Bottom with Thurman Vanderhaas. Goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Bringing it home. Man, that organ player is just really just really grinding those those pipes. You know what I mean? Yeah, he threw out a Hail Mary there. <laughs> Got a little pretty intense there for a little bit. Dang. Jeez. Wow. Laughter hard. Yeah. Man, what an interesting thing. What an entire industry built around uh funeral home mm-hmm. comedy shows i didn't even know it existed i had no idea yeah. you know it's a circuit yeah. i i mean i don't know about you guys but i'm gonna look i'm gonna look into that you know why not you know sounds like a tough gig you know <laughs> dead crowd you know what i mean <laughs> hey you know there's gonna be at least one stiff in the uh in the building oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's been some rooms right. I've done. I've done rooms where the whole place feels like a morgue, you know? <laughs> Silence. Well, I mean, Isaac, do you feel like you've gotten a 360-degree a, a view of freedom today? I really do, man. I feel this was so much fun. I feel like I, I celebrated friendship. I felt free. And more importantly, I loved what I did. And that was so that was so sorely lacking mm. in my life for this past week to love comedy and loving loving hearing about comedy yeah. and doing comedy. Oh man, I'm so I'm so ready to do comedy again, man. You got this was just what the doctor ordered. I'm what, so excited about that, whether funeral or otherwise. Exactly. Yeah, you could do. Uh, I mean, that's great, man. That's really good. You know, we try to keep it free around here. Um, you know, some some people will criticize that we're too free. Um, mm. To those people, I just say keep it down. You know what I mean? They hate, they hate our freedom. freedom they hate skeptics. the freedom. Stop that, you know, haters going to hate. You know what I mean? Little T Swift will tell you to shake it off. Baiter's going to bait. The best ones? The best ones. Oh, man. You could walk on the eye contact between me and Evan right now. <laughs> that's how strong it is. You could you could place you could dry your clothes on it. I'm just I'm just here for the ride. <laughs> I'm just watching the eye contact. I'm looking in between it. Right. <laughs> Shoot. Well, man, this is this is good times. Do we uh, we want to do anything special before we leave? I mean, do we? You want to go on a little? Uh, want to go on a, a little journey? Yeah, oh yeah, let's do it. Let's go. We'll take a little walk. Yeah, we'll take a little walk up the uh, little hill here. Yeah, maybe we see some uh, some goats or something. Yeah, goats galore. It's possible. A lot of mountain goats. Could be some mountain goats. You never know. You never know. I mean, maybe we can see some chickens up there. Yeah. A whole parliament of chickens. There's a lot of chickens. Mountain chickens as well. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Hello? 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 Just, 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 just getting get in touch, touch, touch with, 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 with now, 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 nature. nature. These chicken 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 noisy, 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 noisy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
and it's, and it's, and it's, it's, it's interesting, interesting how, 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 how echoey our voices are. are. They're, 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 well, they're further, well, they're further, further down, down the mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is I feel like I'm watching Chicken Chicken I don't know what Go away, go away, chickens. What do you guys think about that? You know, it was good to hear them out. It was good to hear those chicks out. Felt like a little labor dream. dream. There you go. There's even a crowd on this mountain. You know, they really, really, really like what we're doing. Well, well, well. I like to say. Freedom. 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 French French friendship. Silly. 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 Get it out. Get it out. What was that what was last, last one? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I can concur. Which is which is which shout 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 information off this mountain. Get him out. Get him out. Get him out. Get him out. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm never gonna, never have, gonna have sex again. 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 I'm okay, okay, okay with that. That's good. That's good. Benny 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 Chichi. Always want to go that mountain. Well, let's go ahead and climb down. Well, that was nice and ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It was. What I said was very ridiculous and yeah. not true at all, for sure. I mean, you know, we try to keep it pretty loose around here, you know? Mm. I like chicken sounds. and uh, Everybody's got their inner mantra. Yeah. Some, some of the, our mantras sound like chicken sounds. Mm-hmm. Well, we always like to end the show with uh, a piece of life advice oh. um, that you can use if you're ever feeling out of sorts. And uh, we always try to say at the end of every episode is... Uh, if you find yourself tripping, stop tripping and start double dipping. You know? Wow. Would yeah. you mind? Would you? I mean, I'd, let's, let's I, say I it. should let's say that. Say it. We should all say, say it together. It. Okay. Stop, stop tripping. tripping. Start, start double, double dipping. <laughs> Let's <laughs> go.
Thanks for listening to the Rippin' and Skippin' Podcast. Hey, I'm Will, and thank you for listening to the Rippin' and Skippin' Podcast. And if you really liked it, be sure to subscribe and share with friends. Hello, my name is Ann Tinkin, and I like my dad's podcast. Stop trippin' and start double dippin'. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you've heard, please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, and share with your friends. We appreciate it.